0: This is the EVP Podcast.
1: Welcome back, guys. It's a new episode of the EVP Podcast with your host, Ghosty, Dvo Beaker. And combined our powers, create the EVP Podcast.
2: (laughs) Watch on YouTube so you can see what we just did.
1: (laughs) Uh, all right, guys. This <laughs> this episode is gonna be on. Oh, you were well, so well, quick. I want
0: to I want to say thanks to Madam oh, Hicks for okay, filling yeah, in for
1: me last episode.
0: Uh, if you guys were wondering, I had a great time at Disneyland. I'm sure you all are wondering how my time was. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, was was it was wonderful. Was this
2: oh, your daughter's first time? Second time. Second in time, four four time at months. Disneyland in four months. Yeah. Jesus, can I be? I will you adopt me? I'll adopt you. You <laughs> go to Disneyland every <laughs> four months. My,
0: my red stepchild. Yes. <laughs> Literally. You know. <laughs> What's it
2: like? Was it Christmas time in Disneyland? Oh, so magical.
0: Season. It was magical. The food. Oh, so much food and treats. Yeah, I've never been during Christmas time yet, so this is... Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, I'll tell you, if you guys want to go, the Mickey Mouse gingerbread men are amazing. Delicious. That I've never had.
2: But yeah, Madam Hicks... Thank you for being here. Thanks for all of her listeners that followed her over to listen to our show. Yeah, great
0: episode. I heard she might even have more stories to tell
2: in a future episode. Yep, we're definitely so, she's on the docket to come back at some point in time. She's on the nice list to come back. She's on the, nice <laughs> she on the nice list. A lot of positive feedback. There was a lot of people that reached out to me and told me what a great episode it was. Oh, so, wow, it was nice not having DVL on there. That. Yeah, that, that guy. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was fun for people to actually hear like the stories from one of our listeners like firsthand instead of us just reading them. Yes. So I know obviously we can't have everybody on the show to tell their stories, but we will try to get more people on the show. We'll definitely have her back because her friend Shayla, we talked about her on the last episode, uh, messaged her and told her that there's a lot more stories she forgot to tell. So she will be back. She did it on purpose. Yep.
1: So to be continued. continued. Well, I mean, (laughs) we were
2: almost two hours in, so, um, it was a great episode. It was fun having her on and we, we look forward to having her back. Yes. Okay, now one pump, chump, let's go. Oh
1: jeez. Now the pressure's on. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it again. <laughs> All right. This episode we are going to Crescent State Sanitarium. Where's this at? Pennsylvania. Let's go there. I've been there. That well to Pennsylvania. That's to Crescent. Do you so, know there was this was what?
2: one of three sanatoriums of Pennsylvania?
1: Did you know that? It jumped from like thirty something sanitariums to like f- over five hundred in the country within a span of like twenty years.
0: We talked about that. Everyone got TB for some yeah. reason. Everything turned into mental hospitals and and hospitals. Yeah, and it was
2: craziness and
0: elderly homes. Is every everything so when it's
2: it like three, like that's it. I think this one skipped the elderly home though. Yes, this one did. It did
1: actually. It went straight to prison.
2: There's I thought it was words a, words a, a mental institute. Well, I don't know. Let's yeah. talk about the history of it. Let's All
1: right. So that actually started getting built in 1911, and in 1911, Doctor Samuel G. Dixon received 500 acres of donated land, and that is what he built Crescent State Tuberculosis Sanitarium. Do you know who donated it? Um, I did read it, but I forgot who was it. Who was it? It's the
0: steel tycoon Andrew Carnegie.
1: Hmm.
0: Carnegie. Carnegie. Well, it's pronounced Carnegie. A lot of people call it Carnegie, but it's pronounced Carnegie. Bahamas.
2: Bahamas. (laughs) Or no, Caribbean. (laughs) Bahamas, Bahamas. Bahamas, Bahamas. I don't know if you know this, but that's the same. (laughs) (laughs) You say potato, I say potato. (laughs) The show devolved in less than five minutes. (laughs) So. It's Carnegie. It's not Carnegie. It's Carnegie. Yes, <laughs> he donated the land.
0: Do you also know Dale Carnegie? Think and Grow Rich,
1: the book, very popular book. No, I do not.
2: So, I don't know what books are popular. I don't okay. read. Illiter- You've seen me try to read on the show. Well, they were very. Uh, I can't read Street Glider. They were a movie. very
0: rich family. Okay. And uh, a little bit later, I'm talking about another rich family that you guys might have heard of. Oh, okay.
2: You rubbing shoulders with the Richies over there, Disneyland four <laughs> I times. I to <laughs> Tommy Bahama.
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, anyways, they, they started building this in 1911. So 1911, he got this land. They also used to call it the Allegheny Tuberculosis Sanitarium.
2: What does Allegheny mean? I do got Trans Allegheny. This they said this was Allegheny something. Yeah, yeah,
1: I don't know if that's just a name. We, when I when I read that, I'm like, wait, did we do this already? We did no, research. We, yeah. But no, it's just another name for, it. and it was a tuberculosis center. Well, so the reason why Andrew Carnegie donated it is because his mom got TB,
0: tuberculosis.
1: Oh, so he wanted. So something. he wanted like
0: a place to, hey, let's 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 help these patients that have tuberculosis. My mom's got it. Let's, let's try to cure her. And this this location, this Crescent State, they they are the ones that discovered the vaccine for tuberculosis.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Okay, Sorry, history facts. Fun facts. All right, so the first patients were admitted in uh, December of 1912, and the, the construction kept going until about 1916, and the official, da- the official opening date was December of 1913. But by the early 20s, a significant number of patients had recovered from tuberculosis and took key positions still working in the sanitarium. So they stayed there even after recovering. Um, children, let's see. And that lasted till about, from 1919, that program, because um, they did a whole nursing school program there on, the, on there, and that lasted until about 1952. But children were admitted to the sanitarium for treatment as early as 1915, an entire department devoted to children's care existed until 1950. And then that's when it was converted into a general hospital area for adults. And then in 19- June of 1956, the site became the Lawrence Flick State Hospital. Also known Allegheny State Hospital.
2: So there's a river there in Pennsylvania called the Allegheny River. That's probably so why this goes Trans-Allegheny is uh, in West Virginia, so nowhere near this river. But that's probably why this is called Allegheny, just based off the river. The river
1: could be a like Native American word or something. Yeah, definitely could be. Um, so this I mean, we're saying it all wrong this whole time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I bet you we are. Yeah, it's- Bahamas, <laughs> Bahamas, Bahamas. Yeah,
2: Bahama, Bahama. <laughs>
1: So, (laughs) the Lawrence Flick State Hospital, which was a psychiatric center that focused on the suffering from mental retardation and illness. And then the site site was renamed to Allegheny State School and Hospital in 1964 and Crescent Center in 1970. And then the Crescent Center ceased operation in December of 1982. And then in 1984, the site was renovated to become a medium security prison facility for men, known as SCI Crescent. And the that facility uh, was opened in 1987. And then there was people like uh, there was a sil- serial killer Joseph Callinger. Is that one of the ones that mm-hmm. you had? Um, he was he was uh, housed on suicide watch for 11 years. Um, but I'll let you tell about those guys later. Um, the S-S-C-I Crescent, uh, SCI Crescent ended up closing in June 30th of 2013, and then it went up for sale and was bought by a uh, Big House Produce, and it's now being used for uh, agricultural projects, and uh, they do tours, a lot of paranormal tours, a lot of um, history stuff, and you can actually do investigations there now. This too. place has been
0: only closed for nine years, and looks like
1: Shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it
2: looks it's like been it's been
1: closed since, close since the
0: 60s. Yeah. And it's like, what? This, it's is so this was so
2: quick. They and were like, it? we want to make this look haunted. Let's trash the place.
0: Like, I, I was trying to find, like, uh, some older videos. I found videos that were four or five years old. So, th- so that means it's only been closed for four or five years at this point. And it looks like shit in
1: four or five years. Like, paint is just all peeled off. Everything's rusty. Maybe that was, like... Already happening while it was already oh, happening while it was still running. Most likely. They, they probably like, just stopped putting funding into keeping it yeah, restored. Yeah, like, Upkeep.
0: They're just criminals. They're just guys. <laughs> yeah. As long as the water runs,
1: they're fine. We don't need <laughs> so let's talk water. about some of those prisoners. These prisoners that. Um, who yeah. are these guys? Well, you, you, you just mentioned Joseph Callinger.
0: So, Joseph Callinger, he. So, when he was born. His dad bounced. His mom couldn't do it by herself. Put him up for adoption. He was adopted by an Austrian family. And they pretty much just tortured this kid.
1: Mm.
0: They made him kneel on jagged rocks. They whipped him. Um, they made him eat his own shit. Like, what? Yeah, like they just... They hey, tortured him. They made him sleep in... This. Sorry. <laughs> they made him sleep in closets. Like they just, they just tortured him. He couldn't wait to leave. Um, when... So he, he got a girlfriend when he was like 15, and his parents, his, his adoptive parents were against it. They ran off and got married. Don't blame the kid, right? Yeah. He, he, they run off get married. They have two kids. They get divorced because he's abusive.
1: Oh, Weird. shocker!
0: Shocker. So he's abusive, domestic violence with, with his wife. They divorce. He gets remarried, has five more kids with, with his second wife. Um, he ends up taking out a big life insurance policy out. Uh, on on his family, soon after his uh, Joseph Junior ends up being murdered, uh, found in the warehouse. His kid, yeah, and he just was like he he ran away, and then there's questioning of whether he did it because he took a big life insurance policy and then maybe killed his kid for, to collect on the life insurance. Oh, what? Yeah, all his kids have come forward and just said how he's abusive. Obviously, his second wife divorced him as well, and went through mental issues. Joseph with one of his other sons, Michael, they broke in to three places, three homes, tied people up, raped them, abused them, tortured them, uh, killed killed some of one or two people. He was arrested, him and his son, they, they got away because one of the people they tied up, she like like got hopped out of the dorm was screaming, so when the neighbors heard her screaming and they called the police. So Joseph and his son Michael, they bounced jump on a bus. They get caught. And so Michael, the son, he just was like pleaded like, hey, you know, I just did what my dad told me. So he kind of... How was gone. the son? 12.
1: Holy shit.
0: The son was 12. And uh, so Joseph, he gets 13 to 30 years. But, you know, he's criminally insane now. And and uh, so he and he also tried committing suicide. He also committed arson. So he was on suicide watch and, until, until he died there in... In uh, Crescent or Allegheny, whatever it was called at the time,
2: nice. I think it might
0: have even had, you know had another name. So yeah, I mean, it starts off like poor kid, and then it turns out being freaking psycho.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Understandably, but also yeah, it, it kind of sucks, right? I blame it on his adoptive parents, really. Right. You know, because right. if they probably treated him well, maybe this probably wouldn't have happened. Who knows?
1: But like, what's crazy is how like uh, these these parents that adopted him. Did they have kids of their own? I'm guessing I don't not. know. But I don't like, know. What makes p- people crazy like that to where they're both in on it? Like they both, ugh. yeah, yeah,
2: drug, sex, and rock and roll. Yeah, oh, this was, I don't know
1: before that. So yeah, so he so he died
0: there uh, on suicide watch the whole time, and uh, and there was a whole book. Uh, somebody came in and wrote a you know interviewed him. They they had a relationship Not like I don't think an intimate relationship, but. A friendly relationship, because they went in and interviewed him a lot. Wrote a book, and there's a whole bunch of issues with royalties and who gets money and things like that. But there's a book about it, so I, I don't have it on me. And then the other person that also uh, was, was there was John DuPont from the DuPont family. The soaps? Or what, what is yeah, it? all sorts yeah, of chemicals. Okay. Yeah, soaps. They, they merged with Dow Chemical. But yeah, soaps and all sorts of chemicals and adhesives and lacquers and all sorts of stuff. So, DuPont. You've heard... Okay, yeah. You've heard of DuPont.
2: Uh, yeah, also, like motor oil and stuff. Yeah,
0: they they, yeah, they did stuff with oil. General Motors. They did things with General Motors. So, yeah. So, so uh, John DuPont, member of the family, very wealthy. He was very interested in wrestling. Donated a lot of money to, I think, West Virginia College. I can't remember. But there was a, a college that he donated a lot of money to. Um, could have been even somewhere in Pennsylvania. But, anyway... Uh... So, so John Dupont. I'm not sure. Is it it John? Yeah, John. John Dupont. He got into an argument with one of the wrestling coaches. And so John Dupont's security was with him, and um, the coach's wife was there. They had an argument, and John Dupont shot the coach right there in the driveway. Multi-billionaire threw it all away. um, Got frustrated. Something about the coaching. I'm guessing. If you want to know the whole story, there's a movie about it with Steve
1: Carell called Foxcatcher. Oh, I thought that w- was more of like uh, had to do with like molesting and stuff. I don't know, there's, but that's, that's, that's probably the, that's why the movie. he shot him. Oh shit! Okay, okay, I had no idea. I got got into. I heard all it's a good that. movie. I haven't seen
0: it, but now I want to watch it. I've heard it, I've heard good things about the movie, but but that's the movie is based kind of on this story a little bit. Interesting. So he also, I th- I think is considered cr- criminally insane I guess he was a really great guy though like everyone's like this is not like him like they think that's one of his securities were in his ear maybe kind of influencing him like you you gotta kill, kill guys him. Kill that. Him. Yeah, yeah so they said <laughs> this is not like him this is very unlike of him I I, I don't know I don't know him. <laughs> but but yeah so anyway he 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 was also there I th- he might have died there can't remember but 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 uh yeah so pretty
1: interesting stories that is pretty nuts. some histories yeah. on, on those criminals um do you have any stories of any hauntings or about the creeper no well there's a creeper there that all these sanatoriums or prisons have a creeper i know
2: in <laughs> in um destination fear they talked about the mimic
1: oh yeah that did happen there i just heard that what what happened
2: a lot so there's it's cool. <laughs> that was cool. I know that's uh, that's our role. I'm leaving <laughs> you in suspense. So there's a spell there they were calling the mimic. I don't remember why they initially were calling them the mimic, but I do remember some of the incidents that happened on this episode episode of Destination Fear. It's actually a two part episode. Um, really good watch if you like seeing people run around screaming at themselves in the dark. Um, no, it's actually a good episode. A lot of interesting things. They did talk about the uh, the two inmates that you just taught, mentioned but there was a spirit they called the mimic and it, the their first kind of like encounter with this spirit um there was earlier in the night one of the one of the guys was trying to talk to and communicate with you know, what he thought was uh, a spirit in the hallway with him and it's like can you repeat my knock can you do what I do and he goes kind of like that like one one knock and then like a little bit of a pause and then two knocks right after mm. And he doesn't get anything right away, but there's later in the night, they're the when they first get there, they're kind of separated. They, The main guy, Dakota, blindfolds his sister and his friends. That's yeah, nice. the
1: whole premise of the show is like surprising them where they go. Yeah,
2: so he takes them all into their own areas, and then later they all grouped up and they start investigating together. And they're going down into a, a room in in the basement of one of the buildings. And keep in mind, there's like 20 buildings in this place. Is, it's yeah. It was a. It's like its own city. This place had its own um, post office. They had like a poultry farm where they raised and, and they, so they could have eggs. A mechanic. Uh, mechanic. There was everything. This was its own little city uh, back in the day. And so they're getting ready to leave and come back up the stairs. They're halfway up the stairs and they hear that knock. They hear. On like a uh, like a solid door or something, uh, that you know one knock and then a pause and then two knocks right after, and they all go running back downstairs to huh. check it out. And that was just the first time they encountered this. The uh, second time is they're in the tunnels, mm-hmm. and they're walking along through the tunnels, and there's this device. On, I think it's called, it's on the Ghost Hunter store. It's called a, it's looks like a little coffin. And it's a music box, and it plays a certain tune. And it's—I believe—the idea behind this device is it's kind of like an EMF detector.
1: Yeah, something like it'll start playing when it detects. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I've seen these in person; they're actually kind of cool. I've never—I haven't used one. I just know some people that own one. Um, but it's got a very distinctive tune that it plays. And they're right. in the tunnel, and all of a sudden, you hear this this music box going off in the tunnel. And they all get freaked out, and they eventually go back up and check that it's still in the box in their gear room in a completely different building.
1: Or in their, yeah, it was in their tr- van or something.
2: No, no, it was, the, so before they go investigate as a group, they picked a room in one of the buildings. Right, right, right. And they just, call it their gear okay. room. Okay, yeah, it was in that And room they, they set all their gear up, so when they want to go back and more, more gear or whatever, yeah. um, they can go back and get it. So this was actually tucked away in its box in another box in the gear room. They didn't even pull it out. No. Uh, I think the guy had it when he was doing the knock. He had it, but then they, they put it away when they started investigating. Okay. Um, and then it was the second night, Dakota and his sister were in E-Block. And again, they hear the music box go off, and it's not in the room with them. It's in the, again, it's in the gear room. It's in a completely different building in a different room. And they hear the music box going off again.
1: So I wonder because they didn't even... It, like it had not gone off at all that whole night, so mm. it didn't even know the sound that it makes. No, I don't, but call I, it them makes you wonder at all if the, the uh, spirits are just intelligent and saw that and but know what sound it makes, like probably from some other investigators using it in the past.
2: It's very possible,
1: and they you're like, I know what sound that makes, I'll freak <laughs> them out, I'll freak them out real good.
2: But uh, I guess this is a, a well known spirit there. Uh, apparently, it normally hangs around like the children's ward or the children's house. Uh, the children's house is crazy. They um, this thing back in the day, like when parents were sent to the sanatorium with tuberculosis, they, you know, if, if no one could take care of the kids because their parents were institutionalized more or less for tuberculosis. When you got tuberculosis back in the day, it was a death sentence mm-hmm. more or less. Yeah. Um, they had the children's house or children's ward or whatever they called it, where these these kids were healthy. They weren't sick at all, but there was no one to take care of them. So while mom and dad were in tuberculosis lockdown they were there at this like really strict place like they had to go to school um that's not what makes it strict but they (laughs) they had chores like they had chores they had to clean certain areas of the the building like every day and then at dinner time they were not allowed to talk if they wanted like for example they wanted butter they had to put their butter knife up in the air and someone would pass the butter to them they were not allowed to talk and if they got if they got uh, they broke any of the rules, they were like severely punished. Either they were locked in a closet by themselves, or the other thing they said they had them do was they had to like kneel down. Like they made them get on their knees. I don't know if they whipped them or something, but yeah, one of the punishments is on jagged be, rocks. On jagged <laughs> rocks, but, <laughs> and yeah, eat your they, own shit. They would lock them in a the closet by themselves. Like they were really strict to these poor kids. That like they didn't have they a choice. Sick? They were there. No, they weren't sick. They were healthy. Oh, and
0: the kids, mom were and dad were sick. Oh god, 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 it. Got it, got it. No one okay. to take
2: care of kids, so yeah. the kids are living there on the property away. And it was so weird. Like, so I watched this. Uh, it's on YouTube. There's a guy. It's called Crescent Remembering Life at the San. The, the the nickname the patients and the the staff gave it was the San. I'm assuming short for sanatorium. Um yeah. But it was just like like any other tuberculosis hospital. Like a lot of people are dying. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a lot of death at this place. So like there's you said
1: over four thousand. Yeah. Wow.
2: I mean, there's this one guy that's remembering his time there, like one of his roommates woke up in the middle of the night and was coughing up blood. And then when he finally got back to bed, he woke up the next morning and the room was like nothing ever happened. The, the guy was just gone. It was uh, clean, fresh sheets on the bed. And this wasn't uncommon.
0: We got room for another one. Pretty yeah. much.
2: And from what they were saying in Destination Fear, they put these tunnels kind of like at Waverly. They had a tunnel that they carried out all the dead bodies in so they wouldn't depress the other patients. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> take him out to the
2: get this, buried i guess this guy his name was uh chuck chuck felton and he actually lived there for a little over a year at the sanatorium he was in high school he was set to graduate set to go to penn state for four years he was going to get out of college get a job get a wife he like he had his whole life kind of planned out and this is like in the 50s and this whole this whole video is kind of about him remembering his where, time was where he there Uh, so he got this really bad cold. Okay. And then eventually like his doctor did an x-ray and saw that there were some tuberculosis cells within his lungs. So he was sent, he was sent up there and he said, he remembered the five hour drive and he had to wear one of the surgical masks. And I think we're all fully aware of like (laughs) this, this uh, video I'm assuming was made, uh, several years ago because when he went to visit, they actually took him back there to go visit the sanatorium, okay. but at the time it was still the active prison. So this had to have been before oh. 2013. Oh, okay. So, but he talked about how he wear, had to wear the surgical mask. And like I said, everyone listening probably is fully aware of what that's like having to wear a mask all the time. Uh, the five-hour car ride, he had to wear it. They were afraid, like, if he coughed or sneezed or anything, it would infect his parents. And he actually thought it was kind of nice because he didn't have to talk for five hours. <laughs> he says, he remember when he got there, he tried to... Uh, Give us clothes. I guess they, you know, give them, provide yeah. them with clothes there. But he tried to give the clothes he brought with them to his parents. And they said, no, we've got to uh, fumigate this. The Cuties. Get yeah, them.
1: burn them. Burn them. Pretty
2: much. Uh, they had to fumigate them before they could send them home with his parents. But it was just, yeah, it was not a fun. There's, he was talking about, like, one of the treatments they had where they would, they called it airing, where they put, like, a tube in their lungs and, like, tried to squeeze air into their lungs. He said it wasn't painful, even without anesthesia, but it was just one of the things they did. Interesting. Among other things, like with the same kind of with Waverly Hills, the, you know, back in the day, they thought sunshine and fresh air. Yeah. And good food and lots of sleep. That was the cure for tuberculosis. Um, Yeah, he just remembers. It was it was not a fun experience, especially when you see him, like, like he said, he wakes up in the middle of the night to see one of his roommates. Dying yeah. of this disease, like he was given a twenty five percent chance to of survival, and obviously it didn't take him because he was at seventy three at the time. He went back and visited the uh, then active prison, but itself. it seemed
1: like people recovered here and were able to go home. Which there was, was there was yeah, so he actually uh, they discovered the vaccine. Yeah, well, yeah So
2: he did. The, he was in the fifties, and that's about the time they discovered the discovered the vaccine. So he was It, it took tuberculosis from being a, a death sentence to giving a lot of people hope when they found this, uh, this more or less cure for tuberculosis. Yeah, because okay. Waverly
1: was... You never left. Right, right.
2: And it was the same thing at Waverly. Like, in the like 50s, 60s, when they came out with this vaccine, like people started getting better. That's why Waverly closed down as a sanatorium. Same with the Crescent. Like, there was no need for it anymore. People were cured of tuberculosis. But this There's guy went on still a lot of
1: crazies to, out there to go to prison.
2: Yes. <laughs> this guy ended up... Uh, creating a website, and I could never find... I can't find the website uh, that he made, but he wanted to connect with other people that were patients there, and he was thinking he'd get, like, maybe one or two people would respond. Uh, apparently, at the time this video was made, over 200 people had responded oh, okay. and were sharing their stories of their time at the Crescent.
1: Interesting. A bunch of death stories?
2: Yeah, the I'm dead, sure dead people were sharing question. their stories. Yeah, no, I'm
1: talking about uh, their... No, it was people... ...dying, their dead different yeah. Probably,
2: uh, there was a lady that was there for like five months, and she was cured. Um, she was 22 when she was sent there. Oh, good. But yeah, it's just people were counting their time there at uh, Crescent.
0: So you mentioned you mentioned the tunnels. So yeah, the tunnels were were used to move bodies around underneath underneath the building. Also, when they got too much um, death at a time, that's where they stacked the bodies as well. They were just kind of stacked in the stacked basement in the tunnels, in the tunnels until uh, they just well they just start cremating them. So they just threw them in the incinerators.
1: They also yeah, buried site. some in the hill off to the off mm-hmm. to the side of the property for, like, the family members. Well, for people who didn't have family to claimed them. Yeah. So I was uh, watching an interview with
0: one of the managers of the current hydroponic company that, that owns it now. And they're all agriculture scientists, right? They're, they're building hydroponic for medicinal uses and hemp and things like that. So they don't really believe in ghosts. They're like, we're, we're scientists. But every single one of us have had experiences where you can't really explain. <laughs> and we'll be, they'll be, he was telling a story how him and three others, they were, uh, they were down the basement and they just would hear voices. And they all looked at each other like, what was that? So they've all heard voices. They've all heard noises and especially said it's very uh, prominent in the basement or in the tunnel, sorry
1: with the same thing. But, <laughs> the and it tunnels. seems like there's a lot of what what happens there is a lot of knocking. Knocking yeah. is very common. Well, what I hear is is vo- the, the voices. 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 Yeah, so even on the shows the Destination Fear and then Ghost Ghost Hunters were there. Mm. And they were getting a lot of responses with knocks. Um and it's just coming out of random places, you know, and doors I think doors were closing. They're get door closing the knocks and than the voices, and they'd hear like their own voice, but way down the hallway, um, mimicking what they had said, you know. And it's, it's not really an echo because the echo would happen, you know, after so long, but this is like way after. Yeah. It's not like a, a long, mountainous range that you're yelling into. This is just a hallway.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. I was watching uh, another investigator, and she refuses to go down the basement. She we We will not go down the basement. But she was saying that she went to the end of life building and the end of life building which is already a weird name for a yeah, building that yeah. already gives you the creeps, right?
2: <laughs> was it called that during the time it was open? I don't think so. Maybe
0: I don't know if that was a nickname for it. Like, you know, the nickname was the, the sand. called it
1: the, hosp- the hospice building. <laughs> yeah, the hospice building, aka the end of life the building. The end of
0: life building. This is where you go to die. <laughs> uh, but I guess in this end of life building, I, I was reading. There's a lot of stories of people seeing a lot of shadows moving, a lot of shadow people moving, uh, hearing knocks and and voices as well. But she was saying that her and some of her investigators they were doing, they were just asking questions. So I'm guessing they were doing an EVP session. That's my guess. Just, she you know she was talking to the uh, a news outlet, and she said we were just asking questions, and then we're just standing there in the end of life building, and then a door just we
1: she goes I saw it, it just slammed, and she said she saw it. That would be badass. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple videos on YouTube also of just nothing but like over an hour long of uh, ghost spirit box responses. Mm. There's a couple different videos, and it's just like just the evidence, and it's just nothing but responses. And then there's even some of like that people getting cursed out. Oh. <laughs> so
2: some of the things I thought were interesting in uh, Destination Fear, there was in the second day, they were back in the tunnels during the daylight, during you know daytime. Um, obviously, the tunnels aren't going to be lit up because they're underground, but... They were standing there with a door that was behind, uh, what's her name, Kelsey's, Chelsea's back? I can't remember her Dakota's name. Dakota's sister, the girl. The one uh, cl- the corner. Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this door is closed behind them. And you hear this loud bang like the door had slammed shut. And they're all like, uh-huh. I thought the door was already shut. And it, uh, it was. They, they, they try to open it. It's locked. They, they can't get in. Like, oh, yeah. It was like something was either, either the door was locked or there was something Somebody against the door, like, holding it. They couldn't get the door open. But if, when I went and rewound it, yeah, the door was actually already closed. So it was like something from inside the room, like, pounded on the door. And it was loud.
1: Yeah. They, there was a lot of loud bangs in that in those episodes. Like, they were getting a lot of interaction.
2: There was a couple things I also found interesting. With the, the blurry <laughs> camera stuff, I've seen that on my own cameras, where I'm trying to focus on something and the camera just goes blurry and then it comes back. Yeah, that could be that,
1: condensation in the cold weather that, and stuff.
2: That, that didn't really... kind of interest me as much but what I found interesting was they were doing like an EVP session and they were talking to the inmate that uh, that you know the 13 year old Hmm. or the 12 year old they were talking to that inmate or so they were both incarcerated right or is it they were talking to one of them and they asked them if they enjoyed killing people Killinger, the killing yeah yeah. yeah. so they asked them if they enjoyed killing people and they got uh, a response on the EVP but they couldn't make out what it said so he goes back to continuing to ask questions, and he's like, let me ask you again, did you enjoy killing people? And then his audio on his digital recorder just recorded nothing but static for, like, the next couple minutes. And then when he said, okay, we're going to go back and listen to it, that's when it kicked back in and actually started recording everything I was saying. So it was just like, it was like the spirit had somehow manipulated the audio device, device, uh, voice? Hey, the voice. uh <laughs> It's like it somehow manipulated this recorder and kept it from picking up anything that it didn't want him to pick up. I, I've not seen that before with, like I said, the blurry, the blurry camera thing I've seen before with my own video camera. Uh-huh. But this, I've never seen it to where like something just cut out and played nothing but static hmm. for like a couple minutes. And then, like I said, when he decided he was going to stop recording, he, you literally hear it kick back in when he says, I'm going to go back and listen to this.
1: There was another thing like that where a device did something super weird that no one's seen before. Was the REM pod that um, Justin from Justin Hawes or Jay Jason Hawes had put down, and the device was going nuts in there. I can't remember what re- what building he was in, but it was just going insane. And he's like, "I've never seen it do that before."
2: Yeah, they had a lot of. I didn't see that one because that yeah. was the Ghost Hunters. I'm that sorry. was
1: the Ghost Hunters, and they even brought the,
2: the Ghost Brothers with them. That's funny. Those guys are cool. Oh
1: <laughs> well, Yeah, they're funnier um, They're funny, in and person. They're not, when they're not doing their own show.
2: They're they're funny in person. <laughs> yeah, they're Those funny guys, in
1: person, and they're funny with a with, with, uh, You didn't want to Osborne, stand in their Jack line. Jack Osborne. No, didn't, I didn't. I did not. There was, was like,
2: like three people in their line. He's like, the line's too long. I'm like, let's just go <laughs> meet them.
1: They didn't get in line for us. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want to wait to see them, though.
2: <laughs> they were actually really funny. No, like, they were funny. I think I talked about it. You I, talked. Wouldn't you been
1: listening to? Blink One Eighty Two all morning. What the hell's your deal? I'm just the voice. I talked about it.
2: I'm from Boston, right? <laughs> um, when I mentioned that there was like a dent in my, uh, I picked up one of their their pumpkin spice. I still have it. I got mine too. It's I I didn't open it because they autographed it.
1: Well, they said eat it, but just don't throw away the packaging. <laughs> I still didn't eat it. I
2: didn't eat mine either because I'm not a chick. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I didn't
1: make mine because I don't want to cook.
2: Yeah, well, I'm not that lazy too. But there was like a little dent in my in in the one that I picked up, and so they they made a huge deal about like oh, going yeah. through and finding the perfect one for me that oh, didn't no, have any.
1: You made a big deal, like I don't want a dented one. Like, <laughs> That's one I say. I didn't chick, make a big man. deal. I'd yeah, say, I'm not I'd... a chick, but. You see this dent?
0: <laughs> I just said, don't play that.
2: I just I just, said, I just said there's a dent in it. I didn't make a big deal about it. Not as big as a deal they did finding the perfect one for me. That's very nice of them. Yeah. They were they're like, look, there's like it was the only one that didn't have like a groove in the lid either. Like all of them had grooves in it. Like and it was a design that was supposed to have the groove in the lid. But they found one that didn't. They're like, We got this one's the perfect one for you. Yeah. They were actually really funny. They were really cool to me. Oh, that was a good time. That was a year ago. It was. the uh, Ovilus 3, they had that too on Ghost uh, Destination Fear. Yeah, oh. Destination Fear. Oh, with a chair? Yeah, they were yes. They were talking. They found a random chair in the tunnel. They were like, is this the chair we put you in? They're like, no, 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 it's not the same chair. And then shortly after, the Ovilus popped up and said chair. No,
1: like right as they were doing that.
2: Yeah, they said shortly yeah. after. Same as, thing.
1: as they were just kidding. Me. As they walked down the hall
2: like another 10 feet. Was it after they it had, after away? They had they walked, walked away? It was after they walked away already. Oh, okay. Uh, it said chair, and they all freaked out, and then they started. That's when they heard the music box go off.
1: Right. Yeah. They heard it go off again. That was the second time. That was the first time. Was but, it the first time? Yeah.
2: The second time was the second night. Ah.
1: Uh-huh.
2: In e block. e block. E block. E block. But yeah, that was. Black-a I mean, it was. It was. Blacka <laughs> blacka. <black-a-black-a>. Gratata.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Blacka blacka.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bucking
0: off shots, homeboy. Yeah, come on, do some gangster shit over here.
2: <laughs> okay, Squatch, don't play that. <laughs> don't, Squatch, don't play that.
1: Squatch, don't play no gangster shit. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, no that
1: place is crawling with, with spirits, and they they seem to interact a lot there. I wanna I wanna go check this place. It out It does seem like there's a lot of interaction. Yeah, like when well, after watching that show. I, I definitely want to go do an investigation there. So from that big produce company, you can go to their website and you can book tours and investigations there. They do private investigations right now. You could book the whole place for like six hundred a night during the weekdays.
0: Yeah, that's not I'm trying to see if I can find it again. I saw something about renting it out too. And so or... like
1: you can you can rent it all out with your own group for six hundred bucks, but you might be crossing paths with other groups yeah it looks like there's a there's a group nearby and you can
0: they'll do it for 149 a person for the night
1: yeah and then they do where you can do it privately i think it was like over a thousand to get the whole place to yourself
2: hmm. that sounds about right because Transylvania is like 1500 and then you need to buy insurance on top of it and then uh, there's
1: a company called ghost hunts usa yes that's what
2: i'm looking at they do tours there that's too, too.
1: so okay yeah,
0: they do so tours they,
2: like everywhere
0: yeah and I, I, I just think, found that out too. <laughs> and I think that's the lady that I said that I was watching her doing uh, a report with the, with the where they saw the door slam in the oh, end of life building. I, th- okay. I think she's on that team.
1: Okay. So yeah, that's a big that's a pretty big company. Yeah, and they have places nationwide. that they do uh, investigations mm, you might have for. To take over. Yeah. I think so. I think we're going to have to this is a new territory that we're going to have to dominate. Yeah. Like,
2: well, yeah, we're coming for you.
1: And then this will make it easier we're to get our down. ghost shot and we can do ghost cruises yeah Yeah, we'll take our our canoe we'll beat them with our canoe but yeah this place has a lot of activity going on i definitely 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 this is this place i never even heard of before and if i have i it wasn't like it didn't stick with me but this place sounds amazing now it sounds like it's
2: recently gotten popular
1: actually because it only shut down less than 10 years ago this is true So, I'm a little fascinated by it. I'm scared. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's Let's, film a show. I like it. Let's film a scared and fascinated show. Let's
2: Let's do that. Let's actually start, like, filming ourselves on. We'll make our own YouTube channel, Scared and Fascinated, on the EVP Mm -hmm. Podcast channel.
1: You know what? That's not a bad idea. All right.
2: If Dakota can run around screaming like a little girl. If Dakota can run around screaming like a little girl. And get on TV. We can too.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what. I'm, and the Ghost Brothers. I mean, they're, that's all they did is scream
2: about it. But they're funny though.
1: Are they? Not their show. In person, they're funny. Yeah, oh. they're funnier on other people's shows. But uh yes,
2: yeah, check them out. You know what? You should check out our social media yes. EVP.pod at Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We just do the podcast there, but uh, there are some other videos. Uh, there's our shaving and a Haircut video that's on there. You should go check yeah. that out. That one was actually really cool. We were at Family Tree, and uh, DVO said, Do you know shaving and a Haircut? And Ghosty's little uh, EMF meter actually responded to it. It was it was pretty cool. That was cool. Um, but yeah, if you have a story you'd like to share with us, email us dot gmail.com. Yep. But there's an EVP there's the, pod before there's, that. There's the handle. <laughs> you EV... can find us at gmail.com. We're at gmail. Um, <laughs> you can find us at
1: Instagram. You can find
2: <laughs>
1: us at Facebook. <laughs>
2: EVP.pod at gmail.com. Share your stories with us. We love hearing them. Even if you don't want us to share them on the episode, uh, we will read them and we will talk about them ourselves and, and say how we were fascinated.
1: Oh, I just had a uh, something got sent to me just earlier uh, from our friend JoJo. Mm. She sent me, uh, while she got into her car, she was driving and had a couple tugs on her on her sleeve. Oh. Really? And uh, more than that, like it felt like it grabbed her arm.
0: That's not startling.
1: Yeah. While she was driving. Getting into said, your car. She said, luckily, it was early enough. Nobody else was on the road because she kind of freaked her out. Oh, it was while she was driving? While she was driving, oh, wow. yeah. And then she was trying to rationalize the whole, okay, what could yeah. have done it? Because I was, I was thinking, too, in my head, like, okay, I would go through all the things what could have caught my right, arm? Right. Uh, she did that. She did all that, and she couldn't, should have put, put her thumb on it. So, you hmm. know, what do you do from there? You just kind of accept this was paranormal. Yeah.
2: Interesting. That is very interesting. So go to our go to our link tree. Click on that ghost stop link and buy some gear. That's where we get all of our cool stuff. All right, guys. Ghosts, so you don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. Bahama mama. This is the
1: EVP Podcast.